go. Who the hell are you, man? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. We are the knight! Uh-huh. Knight! <laughs> On your butt. And now for something completely different. Hello there, and welcome to the Knights of Nerditude podcast for all things nerd. I am your host, Sean. I'm here with Sam. And on the uh, Knights hotline, we've got Skype John. Skype John. And uh, Sam, where's Chris? Oh, he's uh, waiting in line to get tickets for uh, Venom. Oh, well, uh, Godspeed, Chris. I know there's probably, like, one person in front of you. Yeah. Um, I will have you know that <laughs> Venom is setting box office records? I don't know. Yeah, uh, for the female uh, like female population, I guess. Uh, female ticket goers. They all want to see Tom Hardy. <laughs> John, I, I can understand you too much. you got to cover your mouth a little bit more when you're pretending to be Tom Hardy. <laughs> that's better um so uh we are going to actually talk about uh venom a little bit on this uh podcast we got a uh, couple pitch sessions of uh two shows that dropped uh recently on netflix um we we have an off-topic thing that we'll get to later about sports um but first let's get into star wars trivia uh so last week I asked you guys, because we're on episode three now, The uh, as we determined the least watched of the Star Wars movies, Yep. but probably the best of the prequel trilogy, Yeah. which is kind of sad. But um, So the question is, what dream does Anakin Skywalker have after he finds out that Padme Amidala is pregnant? That the sons of former slaves and former slave owners will sit down at the table of brotherhood. That was more PG than I thought you were going to go, Sam. So congratulations. John, do you have any yeah. guesses? Thank God. <laughs> um, isn't it like... Oh, what the hell is it? I, she's like in danger or something like that. I know that's too vague to be the answer, yeah. but it's something uh, like that. She dies during childbirth. Oh, right. Oh, that's why we got to go talk to our boy Darth Pelagius the Wise or whatever the yeah. fuck his name is. Yep. Who can create life using the midichlorians. Yes. Boy, those prequels get a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. Especially it, like it's in an opera thing where like, but like there's that's like the most important scene of the entire prequel trilogy. Yeah, it really is because it basically is like, so Palpatine is technically Anakin's dad. Like that's what you get out of that conversation, but he's very vague about it, which is funny because that's all Lucas can do is write vaguely. <laughs> um, anyways. Supposed to be Jar Jar. He's, he's the key to the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the this week's question. Uh, I actually did not post this on Facebook, so it will be posted on Facebook after this podcast. Uh, so, keep your eyes peeled for it. Uh, what does the Jedi Council refuse to do after Anakin Skywalker is appointed a seat by Chancellor Palpatine? 
refused to do the do. Do to do. So refused to go down on him. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you you can answer that question at uh, facebook.com slash Knights of Nerditude. It's uh, posted every week. Um, as always, uh, we're always looking forward to random answers. Even if it's wrong, we're always uh, interested. If there's any planets out there who want to yeah. chime in, go right ahead. Coruscant, we're looking at you. Hey, Vulcan. I mean... That's... Wreck. Yeah, we're we're into mixing. I mean, this is Star Wars trivia, Sam. You don't mix your nerd cultures. Hey, if Vulcan wants to comment on our Star Wars trivia. It is allowed. It's not allowed to. It's got to wait for Star Trek trivia, <laughs> which will never happen for me. Maybe from you guys. You guys are Trekkies. Uh, sure. You guys have seen all. Well, you haven't seen the new movies, Sam, but you've yeah. seen all the old movies, Sam. You've watched the Next Generation. I like half of it, but yeah, I never, I didn't finish the whole series because there's like 20 seasons. And then Voyage Home, I'm pretty sure, is both you and John's favorite Star Trek movie. It is not my favorite. <laughs> it is mine. <laughs> you just love that Scotty scene where he's like, computer? Computer? You're talking no, into the it's all great. It's when like the two like military guys are like, he's a Rusky, man. He's trying to steal the aircraft carrier. <laughs> they don't understand he's just from the future and needs to obtain some like i don't know dilithium from the nuclear vessels okay <laughs> anyways any movie that starts with we need to save the whales <laughs> is uh. a great movie in my book if, when it's a science fiction movie that takes place in space and the point of the movie is saving whales. Have you have you guys seen the latest uh not it didn't break this week, but uh about the next Star Trek movie, what uh, what the deal is currently? No. No. So it was going to star originally planned to star um Oh god. Oh uh Chris Pine, yeah. as all of them have, hmm. and making a return to the series oh, now that people actually know who he is. Exactly, Chris Hemsworth as, his, as uh, his father. So, but I guess they both bailed because they're not going to pay him enough money. So, yeah, I did. I did see that. That's I don't want to say that's old news, but uh, it's like a month old. Yeah. Or so, but, but yeah. I mean, I feel like why would you make a movie if it doesn't have Kirk in it? Right. Yeah. But you know what? We're getting a uh, Picard TV show, so that I guess that's all that really matters right now. That and the legit, I can't wait to see Quentin Tarantino written Star Trek movie. Right. That's going to be great. That's actually like a real thing going into production. Like, honestly, I'm not going to lie. If you were like, hey, there's going to be a Quentin Tarantino Star Trek movie and Joaquin Phoenix is going to be the Joker. (laughs) Like, I don't know what to make of any of those. (laughs) Uh, And uh, more Star Trek news. Not sure if you knew this, John, uh, but... uh, Kirk himself, Shatner, is putting out a Christmas album. So uh, keep your eye, your ears open for that. It's called uh, Shatner Claws, I believe. Uh, I'm not even joking. It's, no, no, I it's believe his, you. His spoken word take on the Christmas classics. Jingle bells. 
Oh, they already released Jingle Bells. If you go on, I believe it's on Spotify, Sam. If you go on Spotify, Jingle Bells has already been released. It's the punk version. Yes. Like, what does he wear? Eyeliner while he's singing it? (laughs) I don't know. It doesn't sound very punk to me. And I I listen to it, and it's, oh, it's glorious. Listen, I'm not going to lie. One of my favorite moments from a TV show in the last, like, ten years has a soundtrack to it that's uh, Leonard Nimoy singing. Which is what? Oh, in uh, episode one of season four of Eastbound and Down, oh, Kenny okay. decides to do a bunch of drugs again, and uh, they play, uh, yeah, Spock version of Put a Little Love in Your Heart. <laughs> uh, at least it's not the ballad of Bilbo Baggins. That's a, that's a classic Nimoy right there. Anyways, moving on. Um... Really quickly, two uh, superhero newses, I guess you would say, um, that have, has come out. News Eye. News Eye. Um, so, we keep saying on this podcast that looks like, uh, was it New Mutants and uh, was it Phoenix Saga? Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix Saga. Not going to be released. Well, Sam, you just informed me they just released the poster for Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, which has a date on it. 217 I believe 216 or something I don't have in front of me right now Um, So it looks like next February Which is that puts it it, Yeah it got the Deadpool slot Yeah which that puts it What like a year almost Overdue Because it was supposed to come out Like that time this year Something like that What Dark Phoenix Yeah it wasn't Dark Oh no I'm thinking Maybe I'm thinking New Mutants Was supposed to come out in like February Yeah no it was Dark Phoenix was supposed to be like uh, Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. So it's only it's a few months, six months, five months. You know, uh, well, four months, four months from yeah. its original slot. So yeah, I mean, if you're into actual math, yeah, four months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to believe in hypothetical maths. <laughs> um, so that I mean, that's it looks like it's actually coming out. So that's I guess good. Is it? Is it? Like, with all the delays and stuff and the confusion about whether or not these movies are coming out. And then the, the Fox merger with Disney. Yeah. And, did, you know, Marvel getting the mutants back. And the fact that... I look at it, too, like, the problem with X-Men is it's not pulling in the money that it used to as well. So I'm like, I wonder if Disney was, like, sitting on it till this deal was, like, kind of set in stone do you kind of wonder um was x-men so successful because it was like the only show in town yes yeah probably because it wasn't until um batman begins that uh it started getting some rivalry well it had spider-man yeah oh yeah and spider-man so it was like x-men spider-man well x-men came first because x-men was 2000 then it was like immediately after was spider-man then a few years later was Batman Begins. So I mean, it kind of it started this trend, this uh, superhero trend. I mean, there were superhero movies in the '90s, but they were trash. Minus Blade. Blade was I. I feel like at least Blade One and Two were great, great movies, very underrated movies. Um, 
And it's exciting because they're still talking about incorporating Blade into the MCU, which I don't know if could do another movie. I feel like there like should be a Blade TV show. There was. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they- it was on Spike. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, that failed. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Blade could easily, wor- should easily work as a TV show. Problem is, as of right now, it's like, can you name a better Blade than Wesley Snipes? Yeah. Seriously. Like, and he's still willing to do it. So it's like, what else he's got? Run off them major league, uh, like, monies. By the way, there was a, uh, speaking of comic book movies, there was kind of a uh, formal report, uh, or I guess it was confirmed by Kevin Feige. Uh, Kevin Feige. I think it's just Feige. Feige? 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 I don't know. That guy. <laughs> yeah. The big, the big Marvel guy. Yeah. Big man at Marvel. Um, no, it was confirmed that they're they are intending on bringing you know X Men home and you yes. know yeah, into the bosom X-Men. of the MCU. So uh, there's he also stated because we we talked about it last week. Um, he did state that Captain Marvel is the most powerful person we've seen up and like up till now, which is kind of scary. Cause she's not that she's strong in the comics, but she's not that strong. Do um, do we think we're gonna get another Deadpool movie now that it's in yes. with Disney? Yes. Um, I don't know. I mean, did De- you no, see? De- it's oh, a- here's oh, sorry. Go Deadpool on. three is in the works right now, um, as well as an X Force movie. So there's actually two more, and um, Brolin is signed on for two more movies as well. So and it and this is a franchise that's actually making money. So I'm um, it it is still happening. Like it is legit happening. I will say one thing. Um that this is actually kind of like newsy that came out this week. Did you guys see the story? So obviously Apple uh in some form or fashion is trying to launch a streaming service. They've spent like or they've earmarked a billion dollars for content development which to go from zero to a billion, I mean, even though it's, you know, the, I mean, they have, you know, they could a drop a billion, dollars. still, you know, have another $80 billion in cash just hanging around. Yeah. But beyond all that, still like a major thing. Mm. But it's funny because there was an article in the Wall Street Journal this week saying uh, apparently they don't really want any kind of, uh, what's the word, adult... You know, they don't want swearing... Like, they want to make fucking Disney movies, essentially. Oh, great. Like, they don't want it to be, you know, any sort of, like, nudity or swearing or... So, like, the you know, Disney Channel. in a certain sense. Yeah. No, really. And oh, God. It's, it's crazy because they've signed, like, people who maybe would work in those limits, but you wouldn't necessarily expect to. Um, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but... I mean, they've they've had like some legit deals with like people who have like made stuff already. Like I know there's one with like Reese Witherspoon or something like that with like her development company or some shit like that. But yeah, that's that's an interesting thing to like add on. And I guess like they're saying like you know 
they're Apple, you know, they don't want to like piss somebody off with a TV show and then that person never buys an iPhone again, you know, mm. which I guess I understand that, but I don't know, man. <laughs> like, I, I feel like no matter what, you're alienating some part of, uh, some part of your, uh, I guess your, your, pro- uh, your, you know, your profit, like people yeah. who are going to buy your product. Like you're you're gonna piss somebody off. Like the fact that they're like no swearing, no adult stuff, just makes me think. Great, this is the like I said, the Disney Channel with Disney Channel original movies. This is gonna suck. Like yeah, and it's just there's a lot out there too. Like I don't like you're handicapping yourself when it's the most competitive environment for like yeah. another streaming service. Yeah. yeah, and you're already competing against television, and they already have those rules. So, yeah, dude. Basic yeah. cable, like, holy shit. I was watching Yellowstone, which is on what was Spike, now the Paramount Network, yeah. and there was, like, legit, like, nudity in it. Really? Yeah. Well, you can do that. I don't think people realize, like, basic cable is not network TV. You can do whatever right. the fuck you want. No, yeah. Hmm. It's just, they choose, like... So right, they just don't. I've, I've, I've watched the first two episodes now of American Horror Story, and... I've never heard them swear on a TV show as much as they have this season. Like, it's crazy how much they say, like, fuck. Like like a friend of ours wrote the script? Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, they're saying it because they know they can. Right. It's crazy. So, uh... What, sh- what show had the best, like, swearing to you, would you say? Oh, God. Of, like, all the shows you've seen? Um, like, like of cable or like with uh, like Netflix oh, just, included. Just anything, yeah, any TV show. I have no idea. I would say in the running for me is Deadwood, because well, they're they're swearing constantly, but it's this weird thing where like he anachronistically uses you know like fuck and like you know something sucker. And you know, <laughs> lollipop sucker. I don't get yeah. it. Duck sucker. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> no, but he, he 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 like uses those words. But then like it's like almost like iambic pentameter. Like all the fucking like you know characters are talking. So it's I don't know. It's just it's just kind of crazy because it's set in like you know the late nineteenth century. So yeah, mm. uh, I I would put that one at least in my uh, swearing. TV swearing on TV Hall of Fame, but we we can discuss that another time. <laughs> yeah, you kind of like broadsided me with that. I'm like, uh, outside of American it's, Horror Story, it's a lot to consider when you're like, oh, well, all of television. Well, that's like three shows, like the last twenty years. So yeah. that should be quick. Um, yeah. So and uh, the other little bit of news, uh, superhero news. So. Uh, after a lot of speculation, Venom just released uh, its rating. Um, it is going to be a PG-13 movie. A lot of people thought it was going to be a, uh, I guess, a soft R. I don't know how heavy of an R rating people were expecting from this movie, but uh, Sony's sticking to their guns of making family-friendly, shitty st- uh, Spider-Man movies. So, uh, yeah, it's a PG-13. Fans are upset. Tom Hardy went on record to say, because um, nobody can understand a Tom Hardy. Can but you no, translate? Uh, he he said 
trust me, it's going to be good. Which, sure, Tom Hardy, sure. Because uh, he, 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 what you said about taboo. He's trying to help the people because they're the bad guys. I God, I hate his accent in this movie. He sounds, he sounds special. I'm, it's going to be hard to get past it. I would talk to my, like, I mentioned it to my boss, who's a huge Tom Hardy fan, and he's like, yeah, I see it now. <laughs> I can't see past it. This movie's going to suck. <laughs> like, I'm, it comes out next week. Like, I, I just, I just don't see any upside to that movie. No. Like, there's nothing in those trailers that, that made me go, ooh, that's interesting. Uh, like, Venom looks awesome. Yeah. Except he doesn't have a Spider-Man symbol on his chest. Yeah. Which is kind of like and that, one of his iconic things. That's confusing me because I'm like, is this going to involve Spider-Man? Because no. it's like... No Spider-Man in this one. At that point, why? Exactly. Like... How do you... It's like having Wolverine without the animantium claws. Yeah. It's, it's like having Joker without Batman. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't make any sense now. Yeah. Well, like I said, this movie was like in production when they were trying to make that whole Spider-Verse. Then that whole thing fell through, but they just forgot about this movie. (laughs) And then it got made and everyone was confused. And Tom Hardy looked at them with like puppy eyes and they're like, okay, Tom Hardy, you can, we'll we'll let you have this one. So I'm looking at the uh, uh, projections here or the tracking, as they like to call it, in the biz. And it looks like it's going to be sixty to seventy million opening on a hundred million dollar budget, which is like not great. Right. Definitely not a smash success because if it opens at seventy, it's probably going to net like low hundreds, like you know, hundred yeah. five. Yeah, I because I mean I I've read I read it to Sam. So the Predator, which came out two weeks ago, yeah, um, I think it got a lot hit of with some this. people might expect us to review the Predator. Like, everything I've heard about this movie is that it's, like, really fucking bad. Yeah, I've heard nothing but horrible things. Um, I'll I'll watch it when it comes out on demand or something, or if when I can stream it on the Fire Stick. I'll I'll review it, but I refuse to... It's one of those things where I kind of refuse to give my money to a franchise that just didn't know what it was doing. Yeah. I love this, the Predator franchise. It's such a great character... To go from the last Predator movie, which is Predators, which was the uh, Robert Rodriguez movie where, you know, where pending casting choices was actually a really cool idea for a movie where, you know, it was the people on the Predator planet being hunted. It was a unique idea. It was kind of very reminiscent of the first one where people were picked off one by one, but then they introduced like the two Predator species. It was cool. And then this one looked kind of like sort of the same thing but on earth and then just the reviews came out and it was just like no they didn't like no one knew what was going on in this movie it wants to be a comedy but there's no comedy and then it wants to be action but it's not action packed it's like it doesn't it was just a horrible movie oh and the predator has puppies has pet dogs like alien dogs or real dogs I don't know I'm afraid to watch it (laughs) Um, but it just, it's like, you have like, this interesting character, do something, like, granted, like, the alien uh, movies, interesting, the Predator is. Well, at least, like, with the alien movies, at least Ridley Scott's trying new things, 
from a fan, like from the moviegoers, like average moviegoers, kind of, kind of dropped the ball on them. Uh, they weren't as good as people thought they were going to be. I enjoyed them, but I know John, you enjoyed them too. Um, what, like Prometheus, Prometheus, and even uh, Covenant to yeah, an extent. Yeah, uh, I, I, I really like Prometheus Covenant. Is Covenant kind of is a drop off for me as well. Yeah. Um, but it, for most people, it's the other way around, which is kind of funny. People hate Prometheus. I don't understand why. Um, but I mean, it's it's a uh, kind of a hand in hand franchise, you know, aliens, predators. I mean, they literally go together. And it's just, I feel like Hollywood just is confused on how to treat these franchises. They're like, it's in space, like, or you know, oh, they're fighting marine guys. Like, do something cool. It's just not much you can do with that character because he, he just hunts people. The crazy thing is you would think that, but the comic books have been selling pretty well over the past, like, 30 years. Yeah, they're also comic books. So. Uh, but they're still... Sto- yeah, you could say the same thing for Iron Man, Sam. Yeah. Oh, it's just comic books. It's not going to translate well onto movies. No, I'm I'm not, I'm not saying it will translate well. I'm saying like that doesn't mean there's original stories there. Right, but it, it you can pull ideas from source material. Not if it's just the same thing made over and over and over again. If people are reading it and people are, you know, that's what they want. You got to understand who you're going after. You're not going after people who are like, "Wait, what's what's this predator movie? I've never heard of a predator before." But we're talking about like trying to inject new blood into this franchise. Yeah. You're not going to do it by making Predator again. I mean, why not? <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson is in it. Cuz of course he is. The Predator is in a tower. <laughs> The tower's on fire. <laughs> and Dwayne has to jump into the tower. Oh, and he's missing... We'll go with an arm this time. Yeah. How have they not made, like, a multiplicity movie with him yet? <laughs> right? Oh, like, man. Shouldn't they ran a movie where The Rock gets cloned? Yeah, like multiple The Rocks. People would pay to see that, I'm just saying. And you call it Landslide. Oh, God. God damn it, Sam! That Wait, why do you call it landslide? Because it's a bunch of rocks. Oh, look at you! <laughs> <laughs> All right. God damn you, Sam! All right, uh, let's uh, let's get into uh, our pitch sessions, uh, John. Uh, so, John uh, almost finished with a show called uh, Maniac on Netflix. Um, I know knew nothing about this show other than that uh, Jonah Hill and uh, I see her face. Oh God, I can't think of it either. Oh my God, from sp- the Amazing Spider-Man movies. She's Gwen Stacy. Oh, uh, Emma Stone. Yes, thank Emma you. Emma Stone. Sam. I was gonna say Emma Ross, and that just didn't seem right. <laughs> So uh, that's all I really knew about this. Um, I saw that they were going to be in something, and then I watched the trailer for this, and I was like, "This isn't funny." So I was I was very confused. So John, uh, pitch it to us, please. Um, get us to watch this show. Okay. I don't think it'll be a hard sell. Okay, so this is pretty much what the show is. Um, 
it takes place in a I don't know how do you describe the Blade Runner future? It's like uh, like dystopian? like the retro no no, no oh no. It's like, like cyberpunk it's like retro future you uh not exactly cyberpunk more like we just never we just we just like went up in the eighties we didn't really progress we just built it up <laughs> oh okay so like an eighties type like the eighties never ended. Yeah, like the 80s on a bigger scale. Okay. So, like, every, like, futuristic movie made in the 80s, we're like, what's the future going to be like? It's going to be, like, the 80s, but, like, bigger computers. <laughs> yeah. But it's really just more like the 80s. It's like... No, I was just going to use a comparison to uh, to yeast cultures, but I'm not going to do that because I already talked about baking bread enough already. <laughs> okay. Um. No, it's like... If you gave, like, Blade Runner world, like, that scale, but everything's just on a shitty computer, and it kind of looks like today. I don't know. It's tough to explain. You'll dig it when you see it. I'll put it that way. All right. So, takes place in that world. Not exactly super... Doesn't really matter too much that that's the case. So, it stars Jonah Hill and Emma Stone, who are two kind of disconnected people with the world around them to some extent like Jonah Hill is like a diagnosed like schizophrenic who uh it sounds like can't keep a job he has a rich family that uh he's got to like testify that his brother like didn't kill somebody or some shit like that very tenuous relationship with his family and you kind of get that in the first episode and then the second episode is Emma Stone and her background how you know, she lives in New York with a father who's, like, sick or, like, a recluse or something. Uh, and so they both sort of cross paths um, at this um, at this pharmaceutical company for a clinical test, for a drug test. Uh, or, yeah, clinical trial. They want to be, you know, people in a clinical trial. Um, so... Yeah, so they kind of meet there. You know, there's a whole, like, explanation of, like, what's going on. And they go into... So when they take the drugs, it's... I forget if they actually explain what it's supposed to be. Just supposed to, like, make you happier by, like, sorting through your past or something like that. So they both take the drugs and it's, like, very sort of like matrixy kind of feel almost and like i say that but it just it just has that vibe of like oh i've kind of seen this before where they you know take the drugs and go to this sort of world that's you know like in their mind like it essentially like makes them go into like a trip coma or something like that does that make sense yeah 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 okay so they do that and throughout that process they are there's like a glitch in the computer and they're two sort of uh you know like the computer's monitoring them the whole time but somehow like their memories or their minds get like melded when they're in this thing so they're in like each other's like dreams essentially it's kind of like a dream thing probably the easiest way to consider it is like it's a dream okay all right but it's like different it's different settings and it's not like one setting an episode or something like that but there's you know a part where it's like jonah hill's like a bum on long island with like a mullet and like uh, Emma Stone is like his wife and they're trying to like save this lemur that's like in the back of a sketchy fur stand and the guy's gonna skin it cause 
He has a wants some lemur fur. So there's like shit like that. And it's very like the tone of this show, it's tough to really describe. It's it's a little all over the place, but not like in a bad way. Like it gets a little um a couple episodes in once you like sort of you're more familiar with the process, it gets a little I don't want to say like meta or self-referential, but it's like it plays around with the rules a little bit. I guess I guess that's the best way to put it. Like the characters are sort of somehow vaguely aware of like what's going on. So it's it's a little crazy. It's a little fun. Um, I think you guys would like it. Right. I, don't wanna, I don't want to give away too much more. And I also really haven't seen that much more. But from the four or five episodes I've watched so far, uh, it's pretty cool. So All right. Is it like a different story every week, or no, not really. Um, they kind of like go in and out, or like episodes end, like when you're halfway through and shit like that. Like, mm. but it's a little, a little bit like that vibe. Like they change, they change where they are. Like, you know, the one after that becomes like a, you know, like 1920s like dinner party murder mystery kind of vibe. You know? Yeah. All right. So. Yeah, maybe worth was, a check. It, and the director uh, is Kerry Fukunaga, who did the first season of True Detective, which is probably the single best uh, season of TV. I'll, I'll put that up against anything. And the show just looks absolutely beautiful on top of that. I know it's like we kind of come to expect that to some extent, but yeah. uh, it really it looks it looks great. Okay. So. Um, all right, yeah, so uh, maybe, maybe we'll check that out. Sean, what do you, what do you got? So for me, um, I I uh, I just finished BoJack on uh, Netflix. Uh, was it season five? I think is what it, we're at right now. Um, Sam, do you watch BoJack? I uh, it's been a while. John, do you watch BoJack? Uh, it's been a while. Wow. I watched like the first most of the first three seasons. Okay. Um. So. This might be the best season of BoJack yet. Do you um, feel that about every season? No. Okay. Um, this one, it, because, so, BoJack's, uh, his life, it's it's uh, definitely like a roller coaster ride, as always. Um, but this uh, this season, definitely, like, his storyline, it's like, there's, you know, up, down, up, down. Um it ends on a very like important note um that'll change the future of this whole season um did i um did i see that like part of this season and it might have been introduced in a previous season like i said i haven't uh yeah. i don't think i really caught the last one but do they have does he do a version of his life as like a sitcom i that's uh i think last season he did that oh okay because last season he they uh, they dwelled on his inner monologue a lot, um, which isn't a horrible thing. Um, it was actually very interesting because you know you know BoJack is this you know he hates himself basically he's uh, like he hates what he's become but he he does it to himself you know. Um, but in this season, it's more or less about so he he gets a job on a TV show. The end of last season, he gets uh, Princess Caroline signs him up for a random TV show, and it's about his time on set, and uh, there you know, er, you know, 
Mr. Peanut Butter's there, obviously. Todd's there, you know, Princess Carol. Everybody's there. Because, um, of course, they are. Um, but Todd, his storyline is one of the funniest I've, I think I've ever seen for him. So anybody who's never seen the show, Bojack, it's, he's funny, but he, you know, it's depressing at the same time, like his life. And Todd is the kind of character who makes trillions of dollars, but then loses it through the dumbest ways possible, but he's okay with his life. Like he loves his life. And that makes him one of the funniest TV characters ever. And in this season, I like he he uh, he, he establishes in a few uh, seasons ago that he's asexual um, because his ex girlfriend's trying to like try to hooking up with him and he just refuses. So <laughs> he creates a sex robot called Henry Fondle. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, it's a blender. <laughs> what? He made an asexual sex robot? No, no, it, the, the sex oh. robot, because his, his, the way he determined this is he made a sex robot for his ex-girlfriend so they could be in a relationship together and then Henry Fondle will take care of all the things in the bedroom. And it's basically, <laughs> so it's got a blender head, two googly eyes. It's got one of those things that like the, um where you type in the sayings and it says things in like a robot voice. Mm-hmm. So like he, a speak and spe- Yeah, a speak and say. Uh, yeah. So it's got one of those, but he, it's like, it says dirty things. Like it, he pre-programmed it with dirty sayings, but since it's Todd, he has no idea what dirty sayings are. So it's the dumbest things. He's got, it's got two dildos on springs that go back and forth and a butt plug out the back. <laughs> And a garden hose that shoots its load. <laughs> it is the funniest thing. Because like, oh yeah, give it to me. And like, he brings it to work for some reason. It gets loose. Gets into the CEO's like office. And like, has a sexy conversation with the guy. Where he takes the sags as like, it's like he's, he's like... He's so confident in himself. So the guy steps down and puts the robot in charge of the company. So this is just like Vincent Adult Man all over, pretty much. Oh my god, it is is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Every time Henry Fondle is on screen, it's just the funniest thing. And he gets wrapped up in his own, like, hashtag Me Too movement and everything. You gotta see it how it all unfolds. <laughs> What's great about this show? I gotta, I gotta start. Well, I gotta go back to watch. Yeah, you it. do. It's like I just think of this stuff, and it's it's such it's an so easy great. watch. Like how they made like Vincent Adult Man an actual character in season two, and only Bojack knew that it was two kids on each other's shoulders. Right, and he had well, a broom as one of his hands. That that wasn't a person. <laughs> it, it's this show is it's such a smart show. It gets so serious at times and very depressing, but it knows how to dig itself out of those depressing holes with humor. That works so well on so many levels. Um, 
So uh, yeah, like you guys, I definitely, definitely recommend this most recent season of BoJack. Um, even if you're, you just say, screw it. I'm going to skip the other seasons and just watch the recap and then watch this season. This season was hysterical, especially Henry Fondle. I, I can't get enough of Henry Fondle. And uh, speaking of very strange, weird-looking things, our, our final topic of the night, I believe, hopefully. Um, John, you brought it to our attention the other day. Um, the Philadelphia Flyers released their new mascot named Gritty. Um, this thing is a hell beast sent upon the earth. To steal the souls of our young children. Yeah, apologize here because, like, uh, it doesn't exactly totally lend itself to the audio format. Just do yourself a favor. If you're unaware, uh, just Google, you know, gritty Philadelphia Flyers, and uh, you'll see what we're talking about. But, yeah, I mean, Sean, if you had to just, like, roughly describe what gritty is, how would you... What would be the comparison there? Um, he is definitely of Irish descent because of his red hair. Um, okay. Orangish red hair. Um, could be Norse. He could be Norse, yeah. So, okay, so Irish or, like, Norse area. I, I, got, a, I got a little, just a one-sentence description. Oh, yeah. I go to Wawa, eh? <laughs> Sorry. Imagine if a Muppet could be an aborted fetus. Okay. That's it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> What if that Muppet was a meth and crack addict? Yeah. Because, Sam, did you watch the videos of Gritty? No, no, but... The eyes, Sam. Yeah, I know they're googly. The eyes. Sort of like, (laughs) you took Oscar the Grouch, (laughs) fed him steroids, and gave him long hair, and spray-painted him orange. You kind of get something like gritty. Yeah, he he seems um, like they pulled him off the streets of Philadelphia, right? And gave him a job, and like they just threw the jersey on him. They didn't trim his hair or anything. They were just like, "You Muppet mascot man, you're our new mascot." And he was like, "Where's?" And they just like threw him out there, and you know, scared the public. Um. He is easily my favorite mascot now, though, because of this. Like, he can't last more than a season, right? Like, we're all in agreement. Like, people seem to love him. I think they love him in the same way we love him. Like, he's terrifying. I mean, if his existence tells you anything, he's got dirt on somebody. Mm. He's got tapes on one of the owners. Yeah. So he's sticking around. Yeah. Oh man. This, uh, if, if you, you, you have to watch the video, Sam, at least I've seen gifts. Oh my, I, I watched the official intro video of him where he's skating up and it's just like the smile on his face mixed with those eyes that don't stop moving. And he, he even has like a mean look on his face and he's just like skating up to you. It's, it's terrifying. Like, I'm afraid of this mascot. Like, props to you. You know, props Philly. 
for creating a terrifying, legit terrifying mascot that has nothing to do with its organization. If anyone was going to do it, it, it was, was going to be the Flyers. It was Philly. Let's mascot also took multiple, uh, did not fare well on the ice. I'll just say that. <laughs> took had a couple spills in the first game out. Oh, man. Oh, man. But, like, and then to name him Gritty, like, that's a Muppet name. It's like, well, it's also just such, like, a shitty name for a mascot. <laughs> like, come on. Like, he sounds like he's the world's worst porn star with a name like that. He looks like he's seen things. Yeah. He definitely has seen things you can't unsee. It's probably why his eyes don't stop moving. <laughs> or he never blinks. Yeah. If you guys, you've probably seen it to other things, the, like, you know... What's a mob to a king? What's a king to, like, a god? What's a god to a non-believer? Somebody did that for all the, like, Philly mascots. <laughs> and the last one was Gritty, who was the non-believer to a god. <laughs> <laughs> yep. After seeing Gritty and really looking at all the videos, I came to the conclusion... Why is the Philly Fanatic just not for all four sports? It could be. Although the Eagle kind of looks cool. Yeah, but you could also have the Philly Fanatic out there for the Eagles. But it wouldn't make any sense, Sean. But he's green too, Sam. He's green too. It just wouldn't make any sense. He's for baseball. No, he's the Fanatic of Philly. Yeah, for the Phillies. Yeah, well, Philly is Philadelphia. Which is weird, because the baseball team is the Philadelphia Philadelphians. I like that it's always sunny where the Philly Fanatic was in there, but he couldn't wear any Philly Fanatic apparel. Or Philadelphia Philly apparel. Yeah. So. He had to wear like a knockoff like jersey that said Philly on it. And it's like, okay. Like, I imagine like the Philly Fanatic being at like a Sixers game. Like, come on. It's just a no-brainer. He doesn't know. Well, what how do to they play do? Basketball? Do they just have they have some guy dressed up as Ben Franklin or I, something? I don't know, but they should. I always had that idea in the back of my head of doing a skit where it's the original 76ers playing basketball game. So it's like Ben Franklin and you know, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson. You know, they all do a pickup game of basketball. It'd be hard to play the Bucks though. So I was thinking like a literal game of basketball. So they'd just be playing basketball against a bunch of deer. It would suck against the Grizzlies, though. Yeah. Or the Raptors. Yeah, my money's on the Raptors. Anyways, so that's our little sports talk here. (laughs) Um, Like we said, uh, if you have no idea about Gritty, if you don't even care about sports, look up Gritty. Do you want a nightmare? Oh, this... are your kids misbehaving? Tell them this will come in the night. Print out a, a picture of its face and post it on their door, just out of reach. And, ha- yeah. and have it watch over them at night. They'll sleep. <laughs> I'm, I'm very tempted to do that. I, wanna, I will actually want to get a cardboard cut out of this guy's face and hang it up in the door at work. With, and add my own googly eyes to it. Because I showed everybody at work, and my boss is terrified of it. Like, my boss is like, this is the scariest thing I've ever seen. 
but I can't stop talking about it because it's awesome. Uh, so I want to hide him around the the uh, the lab, and just like have him open the drawer. Boom! There's Gritty. You know, it's kind of like a flat Stanley for our work. <laughs> you just never know where Gritty's hiding. Anyways, um, do we have anything else? Any uh, afterthoughts, guys? Certainly, certainly not going to continue sports talk by talking about our NFL teams because they're uh, <laughs> each one is worse than the one before it. So you know what? At least our quarterbacks aren't putting up Brock Osweiler numbers, Chris. Yeah, there, there's a stat where uh, identical numbers in their last thirteen games. Yay, football! So, uh, <laughs> on that note. Um, <laughs> you you want to take us out, John? No, I don't get the sound, so I have no idea how to sync it. So oh, well, you just talk. So literally, uh, so on that note, uh, you can find all of our podcasts on Podbean, uh, Stitcher, iTunes. Uh, answer the Star Wars trivia question at Facebook.com/slash Knights of Nerditude. Send us a message. Send us a comment. Uh, criticism is always welcome. If you have a question, we will sure to answer it on air. Um, we'll see you next time, guys. Bye.